0: The following...
1: Hi, guys. This is Patty from Belmont, Massachusetts.
0: Hi, Patty. Patty with a
1: Y? Yes, with a Y now, although I've had several permutations uh, with an I, with an I-E, but...
0: Oh, when you were a flower child? (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: Oh, and and
0: now that you're living in a very conservative (laughs) Belmont, you went back to just a plain old why. A
2: plain old why. That's right. Wow. Gee, how, how did you... Uh, well, it's you, nice that you, you have you that you option. You were a former flower child of the I 60s. I was, I was. And you wound up in Belmont. Isn't it something, huh? Well, for those who don't know, I mean, Belmont happens to be, I, I would have to guess, a, a bastion of
0: conservatism in the, in the liberal Northeast. What do you say? <laughs> it's got to be one of the most boring towns that I've ever been close to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just drive into that town and your hair starts turning blue. <laughs>
3: You guys, that's not fair. No, no, but it's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what's,
2: what's up?
1: Well, uh, I have a nineteen ninety Honda Civic, and it has one hundred and twenty five thousand miles on it. And recently, I've started to hear a tapping sound, um, and it's getting louder uh, whenever I turn the wheel, either to the right or to the left. That seems to be coming from the the right front wheel.
2: Yeah, well, we have no idea. <laughs>
1: okay, audio. thanks for calling. It's yeah.
2: nice talking about Belmont. See you later. <laughs> you have you have a bad axle. A bad axle? Yeah, the right front axle needs to be replaced. That's where the noise is coming from. The passenger side front.
4: Uh huh.
2: And and the, and the axle is going to break. Ooh. So get it get it someplace. It it won't if it breaks it won't kid you, but it it uh, will leave you stuck.
0: Okay, good.
2: So yeah. What made you give up uh,
0: uh, 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 flower children? Flower childhood. Childness. Yeah.
2: I had to earn a living. So. But why did you? Why do you now? But you didn't then.
1: Um, I lived off my parents, I guess, back then. Um, ah. It was under their auspices that I was able to be a, a flower child. Isn't children. that nice?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what our
2: kids are doing now. <laughs> <laughs> don't, we don't know it, but that's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's but but it
0: lasted, you know. If you things time things right, though, okay. if you time things right, you could go from being a flower child, living off to your parents. To social security. No, no, no. Living <laughs> off your kids. With parents, hardly
2: any time in between. No,
0: to to being a flower adult, living off your kids. <laughs> Wouldn't ah. that be great? <laughs> I mean, my kids are old enough to make a living. Yeah. Are they, though?
2: No. <laughs>
0: no. No, no, because they're still moving. Because they want to be flower children. By what right, <laughs> I say? <laughs>
3: they came by it, honestly. Well, thanks
0: for providing this insight into, <laughs> to,
2: into the, the flower childhood movement.
0: <laughs> thanks, Patty. Thank uh, you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, by the way, we haven't mentioned this for a while, but, you know, we're still very much on the case of people who drive while talking on the phone.
2: Oh, indeed. And if you guys at the Mobile Telecommunications Council... Think those exploding cigars are going to scare us? <laughs> you got another thing coming. We just gave them to Berman first, and after he set them off, we smoked the rest of them.
0: Anyway, we're still offering the bumper stickers that we that say "Drive Now, Talk Later." And if you'd like one, we'd be happy to send it to you. Just send a self-addressed, stamped notice. I says, "Stamped envelope, <laughs> too." Yeah, we're not that generous. <laughs> bumper sticker, Car Talk Plaza, Box 3500, Harvard Square, Cambridge, our fair city. Ma. Zero two two three eight, and then you can slap it on your car, and you
2: can be an industry target as well.
0: <laughs> the number is one eight 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 car talk. That's eight 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 two two seven eight two 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 five 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 two two. Hello, you're on car talk. Uh,
5: hi, this is Stephen from San Francisco.
0: Hi, Stephen with a V.
5: P H. P H. Excellent. The good Irish spelling, even though I'm Italian.
2: Oh yeah. Well, they didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian. They don't have P H in Italian.
5: You'd use an yes. F. Uh, yeah, well, Sicilian's different.
0: Oh, yeah. Isn't it, though? <laughs> oh, don't get started. What's
5: up? Uh, well, let's see. I've got a 1988 Nissan two-wheel drive pickup, and it makes a sound at idle, and it's a very kind of evenly spaced sound, and it goes something like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh... This is how like my brother sounds that like he's eating a dish of
0: macaroni. <laughs> really? Yeah. It goes away when you stop moving?
5: Yes, yes. Now, apparently it has some kind of uh, special uh, fuel delivery system, injection system. I know you don't do an adjustment on the carburetor.
2: Well, because it doesn't have a carburetor.
5: Oh, yeah, that would... <laughs> So, so I shouldn't be spraying gum out down the throat
0: of my you carburetor? Can, you
2: can spray gum out wherever you want, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, have you ever opened up the hood and stood there while uh was doing this? Not, Not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you hear that this noise is coming from a specific spot, or does
2: it sound like it's coming from everywhere?
5: Um, just up in the engine compartment.
2: But you but you haven't opened the hood to listen.
5: Uh no. Oh that's that's you gotta
0: do that, Steven. Okay. Well, he was counting on us. Fool that he was.
5: Well it's, it's I was gonna, you know, ask the mechanic, but when you stand in front of some mechanic going like uh, <laughs> uh, uh But it does,
2: uh, it does this their all t- the time. You're it, embarrassed, it does, you? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does this all the time the engine is idling, whether the engine is warm or cold. Uh yeah. And
0: so even when you first start up the vehicle on a cold morning, as soon as it starts up, if you don't drive away that second, you can sit there for a minute or so and hear this noise at that, then while I, the I, engine is revving or does it have to be warmed up first? This is an important question.
5: Okay. I, uh, to the best of my recollection, it does have to be warmed up first.
0: Ah, I wish I knew. Yeah, good. I wish I knew where to go now. All right, wise guy. Go ahead. Ask the next question. (laughs) Well, it was an important question, though. Yeah? (laughs) It it could have been a very important question. If only there were a follow-up. Besides, uh (laughs) aha! Well, I didn't believe that it could happen while the engine was revving. Uh When it was cold, I didn't believe it would be. Here's what you need to do. Yeah.
2: Start the engine, get it warmed up, and get it to make the noise, which it does pretty reliably. Oh, yeah. Then you need to to listen carefully. And and the easiest way to do this is to get a small piece of rubber tubing Uh and use that as a listening device, like a stethoscope. Uh Uh-huh. You stick one in your ear and you go around you listen. If you don't find anything out, take your can of gum out. Yeah. And you're going to start spraying the base of that device, which is the uh, throttle body. Okay. Because I think you have a bad gasket there. Uh Uh-huh and that's causing a, a vacuum leak which is making the idle go up and down slightly not enough for you to discern it necessarily right but m- causing the noise
5: ah okay
2: but
0: it could be something could be happening someplace else you could have a so spray everything but do it one thing at a time until you notice that something changes okay like the engine blows up or,
2: <laughs> or something yeah such I, thing. have a fire extinguisher handy but i think it's a vacuum leak
0: well great See you, Stephen. Hey, steven it's been a pleasure
2: thanks very much Bye-bye. bye One eight 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 1-888-CAR-TALK. That's
0: 888-227-825.
1: Hi, this is Amy, and I'm calling from Pembroke, New Hampshire.
0: Hi, Amy. Pembroke. What part of New Hampshire is that?
1: It's just east of Concord.
0: Oh, yeah. Got it. I have a
1: 1996 Nissan Altima SE mm-hmm. that has 48,500 miles on it, and about five weeks ago, it's started emitting an odor from the back end
0: and (laughs) it sounds like my brother I'm sorry, I couldn't help it.
1: <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> but me I, I
0: considered a similar crass statement, but, but decided that our <laughs>
6: listeners didn't need to hear anything like that.
0: So I didn't say it. You didn't say it. Well,
2: <laughs> I'm
6: already
1: embarrassed for my car. Yeah, I, I
0: should, well, you should be. And
1: I haven't even brought it to the Nissan dealership yet because I'm too embarrassed to go in and tell them. But the smell that's coming out of the exhaust pipe has been described by people as either really bad french fries on Coney Island, overboiled potatoes, something definitely having to do with potatoes. We're now calling it the Spudmobile.
0: Potatoes, really? And it doesn't smell like uh, eggs, rotten oh, eggs? Oh
1: no, 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 it's not a sulfuric smell at all.
0: And it's been doing this for how long, three weeks?
1: No, about five weeks. And I have a friend from where I work who's a former NASCAR Winston Cup mechanic. So I told him about it, and he examined the car and decided that it was a problem with the gasoline and that in New Hampshire we have a law now where throughout the winter our gasoline is oxygen reformulated. And then as of the 1st of April, the dealers and gas stations no longer have to use the oxygen reformulated gasoline. So this NASCAR man said to me, run the tank dry. Put in a fresh tank of gas, go to a different gas station than usual, and the problem will be gone. And? Wrong. It didn't work. (laughs) Oh, man. And NASCAR man looked for, like, roadkill under the chassis. He opened the hood. He looked at everything. And it's only coming out of the exhaust pipe.
0: NASCAR man.
1: He doesn't want his name revealed on the air, as you can imagine. Oh no, and no, I,
0: I understand. He has that.
1: a reputation to uphold.
0: Did he ask to be called NASCAR Man, or did you just like make that up?
1: I, I, well, I have nothing else to refer to him as.
0: <laughs> NASCAR. I like NASCAR Man. Well, <laughs> you just give him a name. He could be Fred. I, I, you know, I, I visualize him with a cape. <laughs> <laughs> it's NASCAR. NASCAR Man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see he, him flying around smelling tailpipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could
2: be like. Uh, <laughs> never mind. No, no.
1: I don't know if he could pull off wearing a cape. He doesn't look, doesn't like, look
2: the, like the type, huh? No.
1: Especially the tights and the leotard. It definitely <laughs> wouldn't happen.
2: All right. All right. Well, I mean, I it think, has I to think be the fuel. The, I think the fuel could have permanently altered the catalytic converter. Permanently? Permanently
0: altered. That, that sounds a little wild. That seems a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> Woo it's just a guess <laughs> well i I do believe that it's possible i wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as say permanently not permanently but I, I, I think I, it, retry, I retract that. Uh, it could have caused something that would be there beyond the tank of gas
1: Two tanks of gas now
2: have you noticed any any diminution in the in the uh
1: no, no diminution. If you, if you How out long ind- have you been waiting to
2: use that word? It's the wrong I, word. <laughs>
0: I know it's, it's okay. diminution. Diminution. <laughs> diminution. If you notice, but, but it sounded better the way you said. Diminution. It. Yeah. yeah. No, I like diminution. It's like ammunition. Yeah. Have <laughs> you noticed any lessening? <laughs> no, none. She, I mean, I I would say I would. It might take three or four tanks of gas before it goes away. And if that doesn't work, then I have to. I would have to go to the the Nissan dealer and ask them.
2: Well, have you stopped any other Altima owners to ask if they have the same problem? No, I mean I you haven't. have to do that.
1: I think I should like pull up behind Altimas at red light. Ah, uh-huh, and, and and go see. sniff their tailpipes. Exactly. Well, here's the
2: other possibility. The other possibility is that there's there's something wrong with the engine that is causing the smell, and it's not the fuel. Really? Yeah, for example, I mean, there could be any number of things which wouldn't necessarily
0: turn on the check engine light. Me, name two. I was <laughs> thinking a one. <laughs> you, well, but you said any number of things. All right. I suppose one is any number. All right, it's I'll give you one. It's a small one. number. Give well, one. for example, a dirty air filter, a, a
2: faulty oxygen sensor. I, I would take it to the, to the Nissan dealer, but I, I would try a few uh, more tanks of gas first.
3: Okay. See you. That Amy. Sounds great. Thanks. Th-
2: thanks for your
0: call.
3: Okay.
2: Bye. 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 All right. I think it's time for us to take a little break.
3: Wait.
0: Aren't you supposed to ask me if I remember the puzzler? Well, I, I don't have to ask you this week
2: because this week uh, there is no puzzler. Oh yeah, I forgot. You mean you forgot that you didn't have to remember it, or you forgot to forget it, which must mean you remember it. Remember what?
0: <laughs> Never mind <laughs> Stay tuned because when we come back We'll have more of your calls And we'll have some interesting bumper sticker sightings to report We'll be back in a minute I got a flat flat automobile Used to be great Till I yesterday I said, kind of Everybody's talking But I don't care what they say I got my baby She has to go the don't work she don't mind Everyone should know how it feels to have a black, black and
2: even though cats carefully cover their radios with kitty litter whenever they hear us say it, this is NPR National hi we're back you're listening to car talk with us click and clack the Tappert brothers, and we're here to talk about cars, car repair, and wisdom
0: on chrome well they're not made of chrome anymore but these are bumper stickers that apparently have been seen on actual cars now okay wisdom on plastic then good right? <laughs> plastic is good i'll give you a smattering give us, give us like i your, like to give, give you a, your, a smattering give us, your, <laughs> give us your top 50 or 60 <laughs> favorites some of these don't seem to be actually bumper stickers well here's one if you can read this please flip me back over seen on an upside down jeep <laughs> <laughs> Now this is not a bumper sticker. Here's, here's what it is, though. It's good. If walking is so good for you, then why does my mailman look like Jabba the Hutt? Honk <laughs> <laughs> if anything falls off. That's all my cast. <laughs> That's always helpful, isn't it? My favorite one is this one. If you can read this, I've lost my trailer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, if you have a question about your car, or maybe even a suggestion for a bumper sticker, or any question whatsoever, the number to call is eight 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 Car Talk. That's eight 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 two two seven eight two five five. Hello, you're on Car Talk.
4: Hi, this is uh, Tony in Memphis. Tony in Memphis. So what? What can we do for you? Well, uh, we've uh, we've got a seventeen-year-old uh, three eighteen i BMW that runs a whole lot better than it looks. I can tell you mm. that. Uh huh. Uh, And it uh, performed strangely about a week ago. It had its clutch rebuilt about one year ago, and it's been working great. And I pulled into a a parking lot somewhere, went and did some things, and came out, depressed the clutch to start the car, and I heard a thud.
0: What you heard the thud as you stepped on the clutch or as you turned the key?
4: As I I stepped on the clutch. And uh, thereafter, the pressure to shift the uh, vehicle became harder. And now the clutch will slip if you apply a lot of engine to it. So you can't uh, accelerate quickly now where you could before this uh, thudding noise.
0: So you feel like the engine is revving up, but the car's not going as fast as it ought to. Yeah,
4: you're losing power. That's right.
0: Losing power.
4: Now, did you say you had a new clutch put in this thing? Yes, about uh, a year ago, and I called the same shop. Uh, to ask them about this problem, and now they're you know they're saying well you know those are the first signs of needing a new transmission. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah but, well, a new well, transmission would probably do it if they put a new clutch in at the same time.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: and if you if you just put the clutch in and put it into first gear from a dead stop, mm-hmm. goes in be- beautifully, very nicely,
4: very nicely, and uh, and it drives normally. Uh, but it, like I say. The 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 pedal is now very much harder to press than it was before.
2: I think uh, I think your pressure plate is broken. Broke. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, oh I'll tell you now. Better than that, but I'm I'm
0: working on. I'll exactly tell you exactly what piece broke. I'll tell you exactly what piece. You broke. You know what I think broke? Yeah. Hmm. The throw up bearing broke.
2: No, I think one of the bolts that holds the pressure plate to the flywheel broke. Because when they put the clutch in a year ago, they didn't tighten them. They over tightened them. The over-tighten. They over-tighten them, and one of them—the noise you heard, mm-hmm. the thud—was
0: that bolt breaking. Ouch! Boom! Wait a minute! Oh, oh! That, uh, yeah, that would make that, the title hard to the press. In the words of Ricky
2: Ricardo, that would splain everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would splain everything. You need someone to look oh. in there. You can actually pull away the little boot on the on the uh, the fork. Yes. And you can look in there, mm-hmm. and I think when you do that, if you had a mirror, mm-hmm. and you had somebody turn the
0: crankshaft, mm-hmm. you'd see the missing bolt. See, here's why I don't like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does... I can't fl- win. It does explain everything, but
4: where's the bolt? The bolt's sitting in the bell housing. No, you'd hear it. Wouldn't it clatter around or something, uh, making a noise? It'll, it would.
2: Hmm. No, it's found a little niche to sit. It's sitting there. It's sitting there, going help,
4: help. Sounds like if I hit the right kind of bump. I really. If you hit the goes. right
2: kind of bump, you might
4: hear it. You might hear it. Hmm. But well, I, I mean, think, it does explain everything. What is what is the fork, guys? Uh, that's a. I've heard that word in regards to what is the fork? Do you ever go out to dinner? Do they, do they, do they take you out? Do
0: they, do they, are you allowed to leave the home?
4: That's it. That's it. Sorry, I didn't think of that.
2: There. The fork is the thing that holds the release bearing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It could be the fork, but I would get in there with a mirror mm-hmm. and I would look. Uh-huh. Well, good luck, Tony.
4: Well, thank you for your time. You guys are great. Thanks
2: a lot. Bye-bye. Hey, luck. Luck. Okay, then. one car talk That's eight 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 two two seven eight two five five.
7: 255 Hi, this is Rachel from Chicago. Hi,
2: Rachel hey. from Chicago. What's up?
7: <laughs> um, well, I have a Saab ni- a 1987 SPG with a turbo, and it only has about 92,000 miles on it. And on the first hot day of the season, I got in the car and turned the air conditioner on and drove it for half an hour. And then I parked the car and let it sit for about two hours. I got back in the car, let it idle for 20 minutes while I pigged out and listened to the radio with the air conditioner on. And then I started driving, and after a few blocks, it started making the sound. <laughs> and I turned the air conditioner off right away. Yeah. And I drove the car for a couple more blocks, turned the air conditioner back on, and after about a minute or two, the same sound. <laughs> And I turned the air conditioner off right away, and I drove right to my mechanic because this had happened last year also, the same thing. But I didn't have the sense to turn the air conditioner off last year, so the sound continued. And eventually the car lost all its verve. It didn't have any pickup. And last year the mechanic said, oh, it has nothing to do with the air conditioner. Your alternator belts are shot. They have to be replaced.
2: And it was making the same kind of noise last year?
7: Yes. This year, I drove to the shop, and I said, I know it's related to the air conditioner. And so he had me idle with the hood open. Yeah. And while I was idling with the air conditioner on, no cold air was coming out anymore. And eventually, after about a minute or two, the sound started again. Yeah. And I turned it off right away, and he said, yes, it's your compressor. Yeah. And I want to believe him, but I wasn't completely confident.
2: And it's the same noise. Yes. Yeah, do do the
0: noise.
7: Um, like <laughs> with a maybe a high pitch happening at the oh, same
0: oh, time. Oh, I I feel it. I feel I feel your pain. I I, 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 know, I know where you're coming from. I I'm I'm I with feel you. your pain, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for commiserating. Can you
7: help me? Well,
0: the, the,
2: what, last year when he said it was the belt, belt the belt, the so I think there are two belts that run the alternator on this car. Mm -hmm. that he could have been right. And he could also be right that it's the compressor this time because when it was the belts... I know you're not going to like this, Rachel. Okay. The noise you were hearing was slippage. You were hearing the belts slide along the pulleys.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. Okay, making a kind of screeching, squealing noise. Yes.
1: Oh, that's good. That's the noise. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When the compressor stopped working, the belts which drive the alternator and the compressor, I believe they're the same belts, were also slipping on the compressor pulley and making that same noise. See, last year when it happened, even though you had the noise, the air conditioner still
0: worked. Cold air was coming out, right? Maybe. And now cold air isn't coming out. So hmm. then we have... So then we, we, we have...
2: It's going We have a
0: mechanic who probably, properly and correctly diagnosed the problem both times. And you have lost faith in him (laughs) because he told you it had nothing to do with the air conditioning and you, your experience, and you are perfectly justified in saying, look, in both cases, it was related in time to the use of the air conditioner. It made perfect sense for you to believe that it was related to the air conditioner. And in fact, it was but not in the way that you think, if my brother is right, which has been. So you're
2: taking two unconnected things here, and you're putting a, a connection between them. And this is the way we get ourselves in trouble every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so okay. are you interested in doing the show with us?
7: <laughs> I'm looking for a job, yes.
2: <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, you, you made a very logical connection, except I think in this case we'll have to exonerate your mechanic.
0: Okay. I don't know why you really want air conditioning. I've always had the problem that air conditioning and SOBs just shouldn't go together. Really? I mean, SOB owners are sort of free-spirited people, and the idea that they have to be pampered <laughs> with air conditioning <laughs> has never been congruous. It was always an incongruous kind of thing for me. Really? You so, know, I... I mean, Especially an 87 SOB. I mean, don't you visualize an 87 SOB being driven by some very sweaty, f- by some some sweaty, sweaty individual? F- yeah, free spirited person with a beard, wearing probably. Wearing Do you have a beard, Rachel? I. I, do, you have I Bir- do, you have, do you own Birkenstocks? I have a lot of Birkenstocks. She has Birkenstocks. See? Yeah. So, I mean, that, it's incongruous that you should also have air conditioning. It makes no sense to me. And I think the sob <laughs> is rebelling against the very thought. Of air conditioning in it.
7: I'll I'll take that under advisement. <laughs> See you later, Rachel. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.
2: One eight <laughs> eight eight Car Talk or one eight 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 two two seven eight two five. Hi, this is Ian from Fort Collins. Wait, where's Fort Collins? Colorado.
6: That's right. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: What's
6: up? What's up, Ian? Uh, my uh, fiance Kathy's got a '96 Neon that's having odometer problems. That's Kathy with a K. Very good. Good job. Oh,
2: man. My brother never misses. In all the years we've done this show,
6: never once. Yeah, in all the years I've been listening to this show, I've never heard him get one right until I oh, that. oh, maybe, that, maybe that's what it was.
2: <laughs> I know it was something like that. I knew he had 100%. Hey, it's 100%. <laughs> that's it's right. better than 1,000, however, you count it.
6: <laughs> and her speedometer doesn't work? No, the speedometer works fine. What happens is when we get it up to highway speeds, the trip odometer starts running backwards and therefore making the odometer run backwards. When the trip odometer hits zero, they both just completely stop, so the car never actually gains any mileage. Oh, you
0: you, it. you can't market this? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute now. Oh, this wow. happens only above some speed? Is that what you said?
6: Yeah, like 50, 60 once you get up on the highway and start going. So as
0: long as you're doing under 50 or 60... The the trip odometer is is operating correctly. At That's least correct. it's going forward. It's,
2: and so too is the regular odometer. Right.
0: Okay, and then you get above this speed and all of a sudden you can see the trip odometer going backwards. Absolutely. Well, you know what to do. When it gets down to zero, bring it back to them you don't want the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought this here two days ago and I <laughs> decided I don't like it. <laughs>
6: That's right. I've run out of miles <laughs> yeah.
0: now. I know it's only a 98, but... <laughs>
4: well, you know, I mean, it's,
2: it's got to be the Speedo head. I mean, I, I don't know. I would have... I, I've never,
0: ever Lord, seen anything oh, like this. Boy, I'm okay. fact, I mean, it's more than never seen it. I, I think this is an issue where someone put you up to this. <laughs>
6: no, I'm serious. You are. I'm completely serious. I didn't believe her for a long time, and then we took a road trip to California, and I experienced it for myself.
2: So how many miles does it have on, on it now? None. You, you think?
6: The odometer, she's guessing it has somewhere between 71 and 72000 and the odometer actually registers about 65000 So this oh, you, you only gotta keep happened
0: it, recently. You've got to
2: keep it a few more months before you trade <laughs> it in.
6: <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, she says this has been happening. She's had the car longer than she's had me, so she said that this has been happening for quite a while.
2: And, and even though she's an, uh, an upstanding citizen, she hasn't gotten it fixed yet.
6: Well, she's also a, a student, so she has no money to get it
0: fixed. Oh, and I think. And why would you want to get it fixed? That's what it's I not keep asking Not hurting asking anybody. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: and, and
2: I think it's going to cost big bucks to get it fixed.
0: Do you? Well, it, wait, What? What kind of an odometer does this thing have? Well, it, I mean, it's not a physical little wheels turning, is it? Oh yeah. It's yeah. Electronic.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. It, oh, it's wheels no, turning. It, it's getting a signal from the vehicle speed sensor. But it is. Okay. But, but the they... head
0: is a physical yeah. little oh, yeah. wheels turning yeah. around. Yeah. That's too bad because we might have come up with some plausible <laughs> answer if it had been an electronic odometer. Well, you remember a couple of years ago Chrysler got in trouble for
2: turning back odometers. This must have been some of the secret technology that they <laughs> developed so they could do this.
0: They they may be doing this from airplanes. That's right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said you drove across the country with her.
6: Yes, we drove to California. Did you go by
0: Area 52? Or is it 51? Um, fifty one? Fifty uh, one. Forty nine. Uh,
2: fifty one's <laughs> good. Fifty one. Fifty
4: two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe it's not the odometer oh. that's going backwards. Maybe it's time that's going backwards. <laughs> right. You notice your hair getting darker? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have more hair? That's Did just, you I'm have more hair it. after the trip the, uh, across the country than you had coming back? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah, you may be in some kind you may yeah. be in the twilight zone some sort of time warp well look it i would
6: take it to the dealer in any event and ask them if, the, if there's a recall on this well see, i mean other than my fiance's conscience is there any real reason to get this fixed
2: well aside from the fact that it's illegal
6: okay well that too yeah well
0: but is it illegal if you didn't do anything it's illegal to tamper with it
2: well but Here's, I'll, give, to... I'll give you an analogous situation. You walk by a department store. Someone has thrown a brick through the, the window, <laughs> and a 27-inch colored
0: TV happens to be sitting there, and you carry it. Is that illegal? You didn't throw the brick. That's right. No, but when you, when you sell the car, when you, I, I guess Colorado has a title law. You've got right. to sign the title and, and attest that to your oh, knowledge, yeah. There is nothing wrong with the odometer reading, and it is a true and accurate reflection of the number of miles on the car, and you won't be able, she won't be able to do that. But boy, technically, however, I can't imagine how this could possibly happen. Mm. Things are turning backwards. Yeah, well, I don't think it's the odometer. I think it's time. It's be. (laughs) See you, Ian. Ian, how old are you know? About seven or eight? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for calling. Thanks a lot, I mean, guys. has got to be one of the weird. No, it's a things. mechanical failure. The, how some the, the
4: things don't it, turn and,
0: backwards? Uh, they can't turn backwards. Gears are meshing; they only turn one way. How no, can this be? In, 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 unless something got in, I unless
2: think you right. A piece broke and fell in, and is making the. You know how you know, when you put your car in reverse? Yeah. You engage another gear. Yeah. Okay, something's happening in, like that. Like that.
0: I, I like your Chrysler theory much better. Yeah, well, I think that's the one. Area 51. <laughs> Two, 52. <laughs> okay,
2: Tommy, look, it's time for us to take a break. It looks like you're getting kind of squirmy there, buddy.
0: Yeah, well, I've been sitting still for almost 20 minutes. Well, you know what I realized recently?
2: You have ADD. Yeah, I may have ADD. Yeah, Advanced Doofus
6: Disorder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be back with more of your calls in a minute, so please stay tuned.
6: Try gallop down the turnpike.
4: He was the quarterback for the Cowboys, Jersey
0: State champs in 68. In high school, he was the popular job. Then he
6: graduated to the Union Docs. He thinks he's still a big star, but his photos
0: faded
6: on the wall at the Times Bar. He's a Jersey cowboy, the hero of his bridge and tongue.
2: And even though Tony Soprano complains that we give Italians a bad name whenever he hears us say it, this is NPR National Public Radio. Ha! We're back. You're listening to Car Talk with us, Click and Clack, the Tappert Brothers, and we're here to talk about cars, car repair, and the, not the new puzzler, the puzzler is off this week. Wait, wait, when you say
0: off, do you mean like, the way our sister is off. Oh no, no, that's very different. <laughs> I mean the puzzle is taking the week off, you ah, know okay. but <laughs> what am I going to do for a challenge? My brain needs stimulation. Well, try finding both cheeks in the shower. That's
2: usually <laughs> a challenge for you. All right all right <laughs> <laughs> Now for anyone else who needs a puzzle to work on this week, you can find our current puzzler online at our website, cartalk.com.
0: And if you'd like to talk to us about your car, the number is 888 car talk that's 8882. Two seven eight (laughs) two five five. Hi!
3: Hello,
2: you're on Card Talk.
3: Hi, I'm Lanny from Evergreen. Lanny,
0: Lanny. Lanny, L-A-N-I?
3: Yes. Yeah, from Evergreen, Colorado.
0: Evergreen, Colorado. What's up?
3: Well, I bought Rosie, who is my 1993 Subaru Legacy station wagon, from my friend Erlene in 96. And I haven't had any trouble at all through all this time, except the other day I went down to the gas station. I was going to gas up. I twisted the gas cap halfway off, and flames shot up way over my head. Huh? And this guy who was gassing up next to me ran over. He said, did you see those flames? And you said, (laughs) huh? Duh, you know. Yeah, I saw him, and uh, so he ran in and got the station manager who was just looking out the window, and they brought a fire extinguisher, but of course it was all done it by then. all over. It scared me to death. So the the station manager said, you know what I want you to do, Lanny? He said, just just go away. Just get <laughs> yeah, in the car. Right. Don't get gas, and yeah. don't take the gas mm-hmm. cap off. Just drive away. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: refuel at someone else's station
3: from now on. <laughs> so I... I left and called my mechanic, Bruce, at uh, Olds Texaco. They're the best over there. And mm. uh, he said, well, probably it was static electricity because yep. there's nothing back there.
0: Bruce, you had the right answer.
3: You think that was?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, what else? Because there's nothing else back there. I mean, he's absolutely right.
3: Okay. Well, that's what I want to know. And so how do I avoid it?
0: Well, uh, man, I think you're going to have to, you know, those those things that the, you see cars or trucks have dragging along underneath them sometimes?
3: Right. Yeah, I have to attach.
0: They gotta. You have to attach those to your clothes. <laughs>
2: well, you know, uh, many manufacturers have switched over to plastic gas tanks.
3: Ah. And, so what was it that ignited?
2: Well, what ignited was was the fumes. Was the fumes. It may be that in fact, as you turn the gas cap, you you wear jewelry on your right hand.
3: Oh, almost always. Yeah.
2: It may be that in fact, a a, a ring. Yeah. Touch the metal uh, cover of the, you know, the little flap that opens the door. Yeah. And you ground it. And And set off a spark. Huh. You discharge the static buildup. Wow. And you open the tank and let out the pressurized vapors. You got a flame. Yeah. Now, fortunately, it didn't go beyond that because there probably wasn't any oxygen in the tank to carry the flame down into the gasoline. Right. the gasoline. Well, I didn't
3: get the cap all the way off. Oh, lucky you. But would it, if I'd gotten the cap all the way off, would it have exploded the gas tank, do you think?
2: Uh, hard to know. Might have. We haven't had any calls from people who have done that.
0: <laughs> in fact, I'm no sure one has had haven't. any calls from people who have done that. And, and it's possible, dead, I suppose. Right? No, I you, mean... need,
2: you need to have installed in your car ground straps, and you can buy them. Bruce can get them at his local jobber. Okay. And if your car has a plastic tank, and I don't know if it does,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: make sure that the ground strap between the plastic tank and the chassis is in place.
3: So I just need a ground strap well, between the chassis and the gas tank.
2: And, and and the chassis and the ground.
3: And the chassis and the ground. Well, yeah. Bruce will know that, right?
0: Well, yeah. you, well, Bruce will know that because he knew it was static electricity. Yeah, he did. Right. And you Bruce can dis- knows everything.
2: You can discharge yourself, <laughs> I too. I, so. I had a uh, Dodge Caravan in which I had... Purchased four beautiful michelin tires Uh yeah and when i got out of this thing the spark was so big it jumped from the end of my finger a half an inch and it hurt it felt like someone was sticking a pin right in the end of my finger and the way i minimized the uh the effect of it or the pain was to grip a quarter very tightly and use the quarter to discharge myself and the spark would jump from the end of the quarter to whatever i discharged against like my Mm -hmm. wife (laughs) <laughs> and, and, but, oh, the, but instead of instead of coming to one single point of my finger, it would get dissipated by you know about a square inch or so of flesh between yeah. my thumb and index finger, and it didn't hurt. And you should do you should do that, huh? Yeah, and 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 all, and, and make sure that someone else refuels your car, but go to the ladies' room first. <laughs> Get out of the I car, think. ask for the key to the ladies' room, yeah, and from there and you'll be shielded from the
0: explosion. You usually right. have steel doors. And, there. and as you're entering the ladies' room, you yell, fill it up, and you jump in the ladies' room and wait.
2: <laughs> See you, Lonnie. Okay, thanks. Good luck. Thank you. bye bye One eight 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 car talk That's 888-227-8255.
8: Hey, Tom and Ray, this is Peter in Sitka, Alaska.
2: Hi, Peter. How are you doing, Peter. Man?
8: Well, yeah, I'm doing great. Upright and awake, so it's got to be a good day.
2: Yeah, In where Alaska? Uh, Sitka, like oh. like Sitka spruce. Sitka spruce is famous for guitar tops. There you go. Yeah, one of my many imitation Martin guitars has <laughs> a Sitka <laughs> spruce top. <laughs> anyway, Peter, what's going on?
8: Well, an 84 ford f-250 pickup uh that i've had since it's brand new so you know it's kind of getting on in years it's got a uh, the big the big block 460 uh 7.6 liter engine 7.6 um, liters my god <laughs> well you know wait you gotta,
0: you gotta know, have to a...
8: move the house back on the foundation <laughs> later in the spring if we need to if
0: you have to right but,
8: anyway uh i really don't drive it all that much anymore And I went to uh, drive it the other day, checked the dipstick, and there was this gray, gooky oil all over it. So, uh, ah, the last time I drove it, it must have blown a head gasket or something. So I thought, well, the first step would be to drain the oil. I undid the drain plug, and about a gallon, I I know this for a fact because my little oil catch pan is just a little over a gallon, a gallon of what I would consider clean water came out before the gray, goopy oil.
2: Oh, really?
8: Yes. Now, there was no smell to the oil. It didn't have a a greasy, antifreezy feel to it. It was sort of tannin-colored, you know, like you'd get from leaves in a stream. But it was basically clear.
2: Well, I think you may have recreated the primordial soup.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I
8: already threw it away, though. Darn it. (laughs)
0: Jeez. And uh, the last time you started it up, it started? Yes. And then w- that was when?
8: Well, I was probably um, thinking last fall, like uh, November, early December sometime.
2: So uh, it sat from December, January, February, March, April, etc.
8: Yeah. Now, there's probably something else I should tell you. I don't really want to, but I'm going to No, gonna, no, we don't anyway, want to be
2: encumbered by the facts here, you know. <laughs> well, I
8: know, but you guys are going to think I'm a moron. I last changed the oil in June of two thousand and one.
2: Good man.
8: <laughs> you see, I've kind of taken after you guys, but um I've only driven the truck five hundred and fifty one miles since then, so I thought, well, why change the oil? It's not really dirty.
2: Well, that's the problem. I, I think because you've driven it so little that you have the water didn't come in from a leaky head gasket, nor did someone pour water into your crankcase. What happened is every time you ran it for that little distance that you ran it you created Produced wa- water. you produce water cuz water is the primary product of combustion okay so it, it, so on this old clunker i uh, am not an old clunker well, hey, hey hey
4: hey hey careful now
2: <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah that's right, exactly you have you you have a, enough combustion gas getting past the rings to deposit water huh. and carbon dioxide and what other whatever other products of combustion there are into your crankcase the water condenses because you never get the, the thing hot enough to drive the water out it sure. condenses and stays in the crankcase Huh. okay and where where of course it sinks to the bottom because water is denser than oil right okay and that's why the first gallon
6: <laughs> came out as
2: water now if you had continued this long enough that is the short distance driving without any oil changes what eventually would happen is you'd have had a gusher <laughs> you would have pull the dipstick out and oil would have been pouring out of the thing. <laughs> But I don't think there's anything wrong with it except that it needs an oil change. And you, and you did it.
8: So, D, do you think I hurt anything? It starts and it runs fine.
2: You can't hurt this truck. <laughs>
8: Excellent. That's what I wanted to hear.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, what you did hurt, I'll be honest, is is that when you did drive it uh, with a 50-50 mixture pretty close of water and oil, you were trying to lubricate the bearings with water. Which yeah. is not, not a not a bad lubricant, but it can't hold a candle to oil, <laughs> you know. So, so you know, you could if you had driven it on the highway or at high speed for an extensive amount of time, you'd have been in trouble. Yeah,
8: you would have wrecked it. Yeah, well, uh, you can't do that here anyway. So, <laughs> well, exactly. But, that's but so I guess that's
2: a good lesson. If if you are going to change the oil infrequently. I think you're better off, at the very least, driving the thing as much as possible. Or
8: change the
4: oil more often. Or I guess, and that's one the- of
2: the, and that's one of the recommendations, by the way, in everyone's owner's book. You know, even if you don't drive the car very much in a in a in a given year, you should change the oil anyway. Some people say, "Well, I only drive three thousand miles a year. Should I change the oil, you know, more often?" And the answer is yes, you should to huh. avoid the Peter syndrome.
6: There, there, you. <laughs> thanks for
2: your call, man. Hey,
8: thanks, Don Ray. Bye-bye. Hey.
2: Take care. Bye-bye. 888-CAR-TALK. That's 888 227 Hello, you're on car. Hi, this is
9: Pam from Ann Arbor.
0: Hi, Pam. Pam, how nice to hear from you. <laughs>
9: it's been so long.
0: <laughs> it has been a long time. Are you a college professor or a student? Neither. Okay.
9: All right. All right. Well, Are just... you a lawyer or
0: a politician? No. Okay, what's up?
9: Okay. Until recently, uh, my husband and I had two cars: a '96 Subaru station wagon and a '1990 Honda Civic. The Honda Civic was totaled by an SUV, and so um, at this point, we need uh, a new second car. So the way I look at it is, you know, the Subaru is our A car we drive all the time, Mm -hmm. and the Honda Civic was our B car. And I think we just you'd
0: like to switch positions now.
9: Way, way, way.
0: You're getting ahead here. My husband
9: and I have a disagreement about ah! this.
0: <laughs> I see. Your husband wants to buy a heap, and you want to make the the Subaru car B.
9: You, absolutely the opposite.
0: The opposite?
9: Yes. I think, look, we hardly ever use a B car. Let's not spend a lot of money on a second car. Let's get
5: oh. a
0: Honda Accord
9: or a Toyota Camry. Uh. Just make sure it has, you know, something with airbags, but maybe something 60, 80,000 miles. Is your
0: husband around 40 years old? Uh, a little
9: over that, yeah.
0: Ah, yeah. Do you sew?
9: Um, no, I don't.
0: <laughs> do you use cream rinse?
9: <laughs> I, no. I, I would
2: have figured you for a sewer. Why?
9: Really? <laughs> little pride I do like little.
2: Well, I'll explain my logic. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pam is obviously conservative when it comes to spending her money. Yeah. And she would be the likely candidate to be a seamstress and make her own dresses.
4: (laughs) No. You cut
2: your husband's hair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're crazy. I leave that to Gene. That's Jean's job. You're getting crazier every day. Uh, All right. I'm sorry. But see, I, I got it now. Of course, your husband is, of course, having a midlife crisis. H- has he, has he made any movements toward a BMW?
9: We're not in disagreement about what to buy. We're oh. we're both kind of in the Honda Accord, Toyota Camry, f- sort of league here. But, oh. But what he wants to do is get one that's very low mileage, thirty or forty thousand miles, and then do kind of the leapfrog thing, make that the A car, and make the Subaru the B car. Oh,
2: so he wants to get like a '98 Camry or something. Exactly.
9: Like And I just don't think, I want to keep driving the Subaru as the A-car. I like sort of the big station wagon, you know, all-wheel drive.
0: Oh, this is much more boring than I thought. Oh, God. I mean, I was looking for something spicy here. Yeah, I thought there was going to be, you know, another woman involved. (laughs) I mean, is your husband an accountant? What? No, he's a lawyer.
2: Oh. (laughs)
0: Well, did uh, I ask you if you were a lawyer? Yeah, I'm not. And you withheld the information. You didn't say I'm not, but my husband is. No, I don't think that's withholding. <laughs> I think she's perfectly within her rights. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yes, I mean she's perfectly within the the letter of the law. Exactly. But nonetheless, she was a little bit deceptive by not divulging the lawyer link. Well, no, it's like your wife never tells anyone what you do.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if if someone said to my wife, what "Are you crazy?" Do? she'd say, "No, but my husband is." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she would be honest well, about I, it.
2: I have to agree that I think your husband's strategy is good, except that if you're in lo- you obviously love driving the Camry, I, uh, the, the Subaru rather. Why not buy another Subaru? How
0: old, though? It doesn't matter what they buy. It matters do you buy one to be an A car or a B car? Right. How much driving do you do with the Subaru, the A car?
9: Not that much, maybe 12,000 miles a year.
0: And highway, what kind of driving?
9: Mostly city driving.
0: Then I have to go with you. Me. Yeah, I think the Subaru can still con- continue to be the A car. And you okay. buy an old heap, which you hardly ever will use. Right. I'm with you. Great. And if the
2: Civic hadn't been wrecked, yeah, you, you would have been content me. to drive that.
9: Exactly. Exactly. Continue to drive it. Just because
0: an that... accident took place and wrecked the Civic <laughs> exactly. doesn't change the situation yeah. in the slightest. So, in the interest of domestic discord, yeah. yeah I'm gonna go with you too, really so we can- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right. telling your husband that's how it's gonna be, and if he doesn't like it, tough. <laughs> he can lump it. He can sue you guys he can exactly sue us. he's a lawyer. <laughs> good luck, Pam. and thank tell him you. if he hadn't been a lawyer, we may have sided with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good luck. thank you. see ya bye bye. <laughs>
2: Well, it's happened again. You've wasted an otherwise perfectly good hour listening to Car Talk. Really? Have we? Yes, indeed. Our esteemed producer is Doug the Subway Fugitive, not a slave to fashion, Bongo Boy Berman. Our social producers are Louis Cronin, The Barbarian, and David Gibraltar Green. Our senior web lackey is Doug, the old gray mayor. Our engineer is John Cartman Parati, and our technical spiritual and menu advisor, just back from the Bonneville flats, simmering vats, barbecued gnats, German style brats, margarine pats, and children of bats. No trans vats, chew chomp and chats is John <laughs> Buggsy Lawler. Our public opinion pollster is Paul Murky of Murky Research, assisted by statistician margin of error. Our customer care representative is Heywood off? Our personal makeup artist is Bud Tugley. Our staff, orthopedist is Denise Hoyt. Our wardrobe advisor is Luke Howard-Fits-You. Our accounts receivable supervisor from the Mumbai office is Vishnu Payap. Our Ralph Cramden impersonator from the Dubai office is Mohammed Hamada. Our, our sleep clinic operator is Betty Bai. Our French dog walker is Poop on grass. Our Russian chauffeur is P. and Drop Off. Guest accommodations are provided by the Horseshoe Road Inn. And the head of our working mother support group is Erasmus B. Dragon. Our chief counsel from the law firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe is you, Louis Dewey, known to the chainmail clad meter maids in Harvard Square as U. Louis Dewey. Thanks so much for listening. We're Click and Clack the Tappert brothers. Don't drive like my brother. Don't drive like my brother. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. CDs of the show, which is number 716, along with Car Talk clothing, audio collections, and other Car Talk gifts are available by calling 888-CAR-JUNK or by going to the Shameless Commerce division of our website, cartalk.com. Also this week at CarTalk.com, our new guide to alternative
0: fuels. Yeah, everything you always wanted to know about running your car on ethanol, biodiesel, or Filippo Berio <laughs> extra virgin olive oil. Actually, it's just
2: straight vegetable oil, not Filippo Berio.
0: If <laughs> hey, you want your car exposed to trans fat, that's your business, pal. <laughs> all right, all right, I give. <laughs> that's the Car Talk guide to alternative fuels. This week at CarTalk.com.